I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali in 1988, and surprisingly, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Julian Edelman from Games with Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the, the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102, if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Good morning. Wake up! The Morning Line. Line up, ladies! All right, here we go. Welcome in Monday. It is January the 6th. It is 2020. Yeah, I'm still trying to get used to that. Uh, it is The Grid, sportsgrid.com. I'm Joe Ranieri. Welcome into the morning line as we'll uh, do our very best here over the next 58 and a half minutes to get you caught up with just about everything that happened over the weekend in the world of sports. And it was... All about the NFL this weekend for sure, and it—I uh, don't—we'd have—we'd be really hard pressed to find four better wild card games in the history of the NFL playoffs uh, that all ended up within one score of each other. All ended actually two of the four games this weekend ended up in overtime. Uh, to say the least, it was about as exciting. A weekend in wildcard history that we have uh, we've rev- really ever been a part of at this point. It happened one other time, I believe, uh, and it was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, back in the '90s. It happened once where we had a uh, uh, we had playoff games all within one score of each other, and that's really it. Started on Saturday, and we were all treated, of course, to the early game with the Bills in Houston. That game heading into overtime, uh, eventually Houston taking down the Buffalo Bills, and then, uh, of course, Tennessee taking down the Patriots all within one score. And then yesterday, well, it started early. And the craziness, it didn't take long for the craziness uh, to hit us as the Saints uh, were welcoming in uh, Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings, a team that was by far given the least opportunity to be able to advance past uh, past the New Orleans Saints a team that uh, pretty much everyone had stuck a fork in Kurt Cousins. 
uh, he was never going to win this game. The uh, the numbers were just staggering from a betting perspective that come uh, that came in. It was easily by far the biggest public supported team this weekend were the Saints. However, as far as the pros go, yeah, no, this was the one game that they absolutely cleared house on. And yes, yeah, sports books were not happy with this game because of the sheer amount of money that was bet from the big money betters backing Kurt Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings. And it came in late. It came in quick. And we actually even saw a little reverse line movement in this game yesterday uh, as it went from starting yesterday morning, in fact, even from uh, there were eights in a lot of sports books around the country. Uh, that got all the way down to about a seven uh, uh, just before game time. So just before kickoff, the money was coming in and it was clear. There was a line drawn in the sand. We're in three quarters of the public bets. Three quarters of uh, all the bets, in fact, uh, were on the New Orleans Saints laying the points, being able to get the job done. Between laying the points, uh, guys that uh, went the teaser route, uh, taking the Saints down to two or one and a half, uh, it was a nightmare uh, for the public yesterday as they watched Kurt Cousins do the unthinkable. The unthinkable. He actually won. Cousins throws. Pass is caught. For the win, Kyle Rudolph and the Vikings are moving on. Moving on, they are. And going home once again in the playoffs is the New Orleans Saints in overtime again on the last play of the game again. Uh, They have made an absolute habit out of disappointing the New Orleans fan base. Uh, Just unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. The Vikings. Advance. They are ready to go. Taking on the San Francisco 49ers here. Divisional matchups uh, for the weekend. What can you say? Minnesota only got one third of the bets, a little less than one third of the total bets uh, yesterday across the board. But man, that number went from eight to seven. That should have opened up a lot of people's eyes because there was no reason for it. Uh, No reason for it since most people gave them zero chance. Uh, to be able to take down Drew Brees and company. But a healthy Dalvin Cook, a healthy Adam Thielen, a healthy Kyle Rudolph, a healthy... uh, There was a lot of reasons to be optimistic with Minnesota, but most people, most betters, and we'll talk more about this as we move along here in the morning, that is a shining example of forget what you have seen, and we told you this. Forget about whatever you had seen during the regular season, whatever impression you have had of teams. Throw it out the window because the wild card round is a totally different animal and sometimes the unthinkable can happen. A lot of people might say that they thought this game should have been double digits, in fact, that uh, this would would have been an easy victory uh, given the fact of Michael Thomas and how the secondary is beat up of the, the Minnesota Vikings. Well, uh, there are just some teams that have other teams' numbers. And going into that game yesterday, the Minnesota Vikings uh, were 5-1 and one against the number in their last six trips to New Orleans. New Orleans, in this particular spot, at home, as a touchdown or more favorite, two for their last 12 in covering the spread. 
Minnesota had actually one of the better chances of being able to not only cover that game, but possibly win that game than most people gave it credit for. And the reason is perception versus reality, the perception of Kirk Cousins and what he somehow did in Washington with the Redskins was somehow going to play a role in this game when he finally had a full complement of his weapons, including one Dalvin Cook, who was a beast, guys, a beast. Here's Cook. Nice cut back for the touchdown. Yeah, he was. Uh, he did his own beast mode in uh, impression there yesterday morning. Dalvin Cook, once you can start running the ball with Dalvin Cook, all of a sudden this offense totally different situation balance things opened up the defense really had absolutely no answers for Dalvin Cook yesterday and we knew going into that game that Kurt Cousins would have some success down the middle and deep and we had said that listen Marshawn Lattimore is great and all but he can only cover one guy we weren't sure who he was going to cover but ultimately it didn't matter because once he left the game with an ankle injury in overtime yep that's when the fireworks began and uh we'll let you hear that play that really sealed it plus we'll let you hear from kirk cousins himself after the game he had a few had a few choice words for people that's coming up here on this monday let's do it it's the grid sportsgrid.com dailyroto.com Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team, a driver, and then... Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, daily show correspondent. And we're back with season two because as it turns out, F1's newest fan is still a little... Dazed and confused. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. I, I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcast. You find it. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time. I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the deflate gate. Hey, guys, this ball's a little flat. <laughs> Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around. I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. Are you calling Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're I'm saying right saying now? He's, you... he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with big top. The Red Sox in 2004 bounced back after the 3-0. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Homie. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball. 
but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali back in 1988, and to my great surprise, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on family, spirituality, and on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ, including people such as Reverend Al Sharpton and James Buster Douglas. We'll even hear from Muhammad's daughter, Rashida. Well, my dad was, he was Peter Pan. Like, he never really grew up. He was very mature when it came down to social issues. He was very in tune. He felt a responsibility to be able to share his connection to millions of people who were in need. In each of these stories, we share lessons. Lessons that have meant a great deal to me and that I hope will be meaningful to you. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, happy Monday. Welcome back into the grid. Sportsgrid.com. I'm Joe Ranieri. It is the morning line as we take a look here at the weekend that was, the very first weekend of 2020, the new year. Exciting stuff here as we finally got uh, some the playoffs underway for uh, the NFL. Uh, this was it, wild card weekend. Uh, everything that led up to this weekend, we had been uh, talking about how Listen, wild card weekend, anything can happen. We have seen it in the past. We also told you a very interesting fact during the week on how road teams, uh, in fact, had been uh, 8-0 against the number over the last two years heading into this uh, weekend in wild card. So road teams had dominated. Uh, we also told you that unders have dominated in the wild card round over the uh well since really about 2003 and we had said listen keep an eye on these things because this is you know usually with wild card round when you start having that much data and those kinds of trends the playoffs are different than week 14 of an nfl season it should be treated differently uh look at these numbers look at these trends would a would a better lens because they usually they're happening for a reason because it's more of a uh, it's more of a microcosm of what's happening in the league with teams certainly with parity and uh, without any of those true dominant teams like we have seen in the past these kinds of trends like the unders hitting and defenses uh, getting the uh, you know, getting the better uh, defense wins championships, guys, has been a moniker for a long time in the NFL. And while it's great to have guys like Patrick Mahomes and, you know, Brady and, uh, you know, all of these guys here, all of these years, these great offensive uh, minded coaches and these big bottom line is you win championships this time of year in January because your defense shows up and defense once again was the reason why 
The teams that won in Wild Card Weekend will be advancing and continuing to play. And it is defense that caused the teams to lose, well, to go home and start making some tea time. And you don't have to look any further, guys, than just yesterday in that Minnesota Vikings New Orleans Saints game where there is one reason. Well, there's two reasons, actually, that uh, the Minnesota Vikings are on the way. Number one is their defense. Uh, That defense, Mike Zimmer, give them credit. Those guys going into one of the hardest places to play and win uh, and be able to get the job done. Unbelievable. The defensive front of the Minnesota Vikings caused all sorts of aggravation for Drew Brees yesterday. Unexpected. Nobody, and I mean nobody, thought that Drew Brees was going to have that hard a time against that defense of the Vikings, who was down a couple of uh, secondary members. And I know a lot of people thought that was just going to be an instant opportunity for Michael Thomas and company to come up and have just this huge day. It wasn't happening. The problem is nobody uh, nobody had an answer for the New Orleans Saints on how to stop that front of the Minnesota Vikings, who seemed like rushing three and four guys all day. Uh, they were just in the backfield all day long, were in the grill of Drew Brees, causing him to fumble, uh, Brees through an interception. You're talking about a team that, Never turned the ball over. Only turned the ball over eight total times all year. They were one of the least turnover-prone teams. They always protected the ball. And the problem uh, the problem with always is when you eventually are going to have one of those games where it doesn't go all your way and things start to go hard left, well, uh, I can tell you this. It all culminated. They'd have been better off having that game uh, maybe three or four weeks ago. But unfortunately, the worst game of the year, they experienced it yesterday. And give credit to that defense of the Minnesota Vikings. They were dominant in that game. They made Michael Thomas a non-factor. Absolute non-factor. Alvin Kamara, non-factor in that game. I mean, outside of a couple of plays here or there early on, This was all about the Minnesota Vikings defense showing up, showing out, balling out, and giving the other guy uh, that nobody gave any credit to, Kirk Cousins, uh, the opportunity to win this game. And while he didn't throw for 400 yards and while it wasn't, uh, you know, some sort of electric performance, what Kirk Cousins did is exactly what everybody said he could not do because he's never won in prime time, never won a big game on the road, doesn't do well. Yeah, well, uh, he made throws, guys, in the biggest, most important moments of that game, including overtime, uh, to be able to put his team ahead. And it was the little things that he did leading this team, making those throws a perfect, guys, and I mean absolutely perfect strike. The play that led up to the final touchdown in overtime, uh, never giving Drew Brees the chance to get back on the field in overtime. That's all Kurt Cousins, guys. That was all Kurt Cousins. And it's... That whole narrative now of him not being able to get the job done, you can throw that out the window. Now he walks into a, and it's amazing what happens with some healthy uh, weapons. Thielen back, had a game of his life. 
Uh, Diggs made some huge plays. And, of course, Dalvin Cook being healthy. That offensive line just imposed themselves all day long. And, of course, after the game, Kirk Cousins did have a message uh, for, uh, for his teammates and, of course, for a lot of the doubters that always doubted him, not just this year, but pretty much his entire career. to say uh, you like that Kurt Cousins getting the last laugh here guys and kudos to him good for him good for Zimmer I think we can put to bed the narrative also that Zimmer is somehow going to be the next coach of the Dallas Cowboys that somehow or another um, the uh, the ownership group in Minnesota is going to want to uh, move on from Zimmer not being able to get the job done no they got the job done they got the job done in a big way the biggest underdog, plus 320 on the money line, uh, guys, yesterday. They are a winner. Uh, not only did they cover, but they cashed uh, big time yesterday for betters. Under also cashed in that game. That was the highest total of the uh, of the weekend by far. They were expecting fireworks in uh, in New Orleans. But again, like we told you, those trends in the playoffs – they tend to be a little bit more truer and uh, a little less variance because of the quality of the competition. And you've got so much data backing it. And defense shows up in the big moments. And uh, this is not one of those, you know, you're not playing the Bengals. You're not playing the Dolphins. You're not playing the Giants. This is a different situation in wild card. And not, the, not only the unders cash in this game, they cash in every game. All four of them beginning on Saturday with Buffalo and hell two games went to overtime and the unders still cashed. So this is another one of those moments where, you know, write it down in that sports betting journal you have. And I certainly hope you have one and have heeded our advice that there are things to learn each and every bet that you make throughout your entire sports investing career. Uh, you should be writing notes down, especially when uh, things that you can take away from certain bets that you made certain times of years in sports. And remember this come next year. We'll be reminding you once again, but you will stick this in the back of your head and remember that, yes, unders in the wild card round, defense will show up and will show out. And yes, been one of the most profitable bets to make. Since 2005, hanging out with those unders in this round. And all four cash. But what about the divisional rounds this week? Got four more games. We'll give you the latest lines. We'll tell you exactly what you need to know in order to be able to make it a very profitable week two of the NFL playoffs. We'll do that coming up next here on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. 
all major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team, a driver, and then... Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, Daily Show correspondent. And we're back with season two because as it turns out, F1's newest fan is still a little... Dazed and confused. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. I, I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pot? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You find it. I'm Julian Edelman from Games with Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time. I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the deflate gate. Hey, guys, this ball's a little flat. <laughs> Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around. I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. Are you calling Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're I'm saying right saying now? He's, you... he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with big top. B. The Red Sox in 2004 bounced back after the 3-0 in a winner chicken dinner. Homie. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball, but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali back in 1988, and to my great surprise, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on family, spirituality, and on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ, including people such as Reverend Al Sharpton, and James Buster Douglas. We'll even hear from Muhammad's daughter, Rashida. Well, my dad was, he was Peter Pan. Like he never really grew up. He was very mature when it came down to social issues. He was very in tune. He felt a responsibility to be able to share his connection to millions of people who were in need. In each of these stories, we share lessons, lessons that have meant a great deal to me and that I hope will be meaningful to you. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
All right, guys, want to invite you, of course, to follow us and subscribe to us on YouTube because you will never miss a piece of fantasy or sports wagering advice. You can get it all the time by tailing a Sports Grid Network on YouTube. That is right, Sports Grid Network. Hit that little bell in the upper right-hand corner. Get notified every time we go live with a program here helping you profit in 2020. And don't forget also Instagram at SportsGridTV. Be a great job to tell us there as all the highlights. Also great information posted there each and every day on Instagram. Check us out at SportsGridTV. And of course, let us not forget, we got a bowl game tonight. That's right. Bowl games are not over yet. We still got a national championship game. We've got, in fact, nine NBA games, 16 College uh, college basketball games, four NHL games, plenty of action here tonight, and no better time for you to get in the game than with a DraftKings Sportsbook account, because if you're listening or watching this show right now, you can go ahead and get yourself a deposit bonus of up to 500 bucks. Now, here's how it works. Simply create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. That's number one. Number two, make a deposit. And number three, place your first bet in DraftKings. They'll match it with a 50% bonus of up to 500 bucks. Now, the offer, eligible for all users. But new users, you guys get a risk-free bet of up to 200 bucks. Just got to go to sportsgrid.com forward slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com forward slash DK. And if you have a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-GAMBLER. It is 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Check out the website for details and uh, I want to welcome you in here to the grid sportsgrid.com I'm Joe Ranieri here on the morning line as we take a look here at what happened over the weekend we'll also of course uh, take a look ahead at the early lines now that the divisional matchups are all set those teams Kansas City Baltimore San Francisco Green Bay all of them had a chance to uh, get a week off rest up kind of check out exactly who it is that they're going to be playing and the matchups are set, and the lines are out, and we'll get you those in a second. But recapping, of course, yesterday we told you the Vikings, uh, that 26-20 overtime victory. Uh, they did it as a seven or seven-and-a-half-point road underdog, the Vikings, depending on where you got it and when you got in, plus uh, plus 325 on the money line, total under 49-and-a-half there. So all winnable tickets yesterday. Not many of them had them. The one that did, hopefully you were watching us on uh, Pro Football Today yesterday because uh, I was the only one screaming about the Vikings. Nobody wanted to listen to me. But if you did, uh, you got yourself the biggest payday of the weekend. And, of course, the second game yesterday, the afternoon game, really was a toss-up game. And all week long between the Seahawks and the Eagles, the theme was injuries, and both teams coming in hobbled as a mass unit. Uh, both teams decimated certain parts of their team, just can't stay healthy. And But they did have two quarterbacks that have really carried their teams this year, especially in Philadelphia, Carson Wentz, uh, rattling off four straight wins in the final month of the season in order to be able to propel the Eagles into the playoffs to have this playoff game. And he's really been, he was just absolutely balling out uh, with a bunch of no-name, 12 different practice uh, practice team players called up on the roster, a whole bunch of no-name guys, but getting the job done. And there was a, uh, just like in the first game yesterday with Minnesota and the, uh, and the New Orleans Saints, there was a clear-cut public favorite 
And there was a clear-cut professional better favorite and big money better favorite. Now, this line opened up all throughout the week. Seattle was the favorite, but uh, guys, it, one and a half. I saw two at some point when it opened up. But this, there was another big push in uh, yesterday, late money coming in, backing Philadelphia big time. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles were getting a lot of the professional money yesterday. And, of course, uh, that game there, you had, uh, you had the Seahawks all of a sudden going from a one-and-a-half or a two-point favorite to now a pick em, uh, which is pretty much where that game went off. Some books even had Philadelphia as a minus-one favorite in that game. And the total, 44-and-a-half, was bet down from 46. There was uh, some optimism that maybe, just maybe, uh, these two teams played back on uh, week 12, and it was a very sloppy game, but they lit each other up offensively, over 350 yards each team in that game. Uh, But unfortunately, five turnovers is what did Philadelphia in there. So there was some optimism that both of these teams would be able to clean up their act and get some points on the board. But that became painfully obvious rather quickly that that wasn't going to be the case. And uh, we quickly got ourselves out to a 3-3 tie with both defenses being the story. Jadavion Clowney, of course, for uh, playing for Seattle kind of being the heart and soul of that line there, coming out from the edge. He's had a core injury now for the last month of the season. Weren't sure what you're going to get from him. And uh, don't forget Marshawn Lynch uh, now back for week number two. What were you going to get? A lot of question marks surrounding both of these teams heading into the game. And then in the first quarter, all hell broke loose. And it all broke loose because Carson Wentz, like he has done in the past, um, was taken out of the game. And he was taken out of the game because he got absolutely crushed by Jadavion Clowney. And, of course, Eagles fans will tell you it was a late hit. It was malicious. And, uh, you know, as uh, he was falling to the ground, Carson Wentz, Jadavion Clowney came, you know, shoulder, head first, uh, just pounding uh, pounding on him in, in the back of the head area there, drilling him right into the ground. It was obvious to most, and he did try to play through it, but you could tell his eyes were just, they weren't there. He was having trouble seeing. He stayed in for another play or so, came to the sideline, and he was hanging out with Josh McGowan. They were trying to look at the tablets, and you could just tell he he told Josh McGowan, I don't feel well. Josh McGowan said after the game that, yeah, I was worried about him, man. He just, he did not look good. So they took him into the locker room there in the first quarter, and he never returned. Uh, concussion was uh, exactly the diagnosis. He wasn't coming, which means that you got a 40-year-old high school football coach, which is pretty much what he was doing prior to being called to the Philadelphia Eagles uh, this year. Uh, all of a sudden, he is now the hope that you have in order to be able to advance in the playoffs. And I can tell you something, man, he did a great job for a 40 year old guy. The problem is it just wasn't going to be because there was a, there was another senior citizen on that field. Uh, His name was uh, Marshawn Lynch. He was doing some crazy things as well. Wilson deep downfield getting free and open and making the grab is Metcalf in for the touchdown. Yeah, that was actually Metcalf who owned uh, them. But, uh, yeah, no, Beast Mode actually had his say as well. So Lynch is in. 
First and goal from the five. Marshawn Lynch. And can he fight his way in? Yes, he can with a touchdown. Marshawn with a five-yard touchdown run doing Marshawn things there. And, of course, uh, Seattle fans being reminded once again, why didn't we hand the ball off to him uh, back in the day? Uh, But five-yard touchdown. But give props. Again, defense, guys. That Philadelphia defense uh, was lights out. They held them to 19 yards rushing, guys. 19 total yards rushing in that game by the Seattle Seahawks. The damage was all done by a rookie wide receiver that, in fact, was passed over by the Philadelphia Eagles because they went for uh, some name, uh, some name, J.J. Arcia, the, 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 the white side. Yeah, uh, a dude that had absolutely no impact on the game whatsoever. Could have been a Philadelphia Eagle, except uh, they opted not to draft him and go with a different wide receiver. And uh, in the second round, in fact, is where he went. And, yeah, he had absolutely no problem. Uh, securing the victory for the Seattle Seahawks because the Eagles, unfortunately, had zero answer for him in the secondary, could not cover him. Uh, The guy is a beast, and the last catch of the game for him told you everything. Three receivers to the right. This great cover zero. Here come the Eagles. And Wilson's going to go deep downfield, and you've got an open man in Metcalf to the 50-yard line. And that, in all likelihood, will write a finish to this one. Yeah, it did. It was a uh, – give credit to the Seahawks for calling that play. They were going to try to run the clock out, uh, and the Eagles brought everybody uh, on a third-down play, hoping to be able to get the ball back. And Russell Wilson had man-to-man with DK Mecca, and they just had no answer. The guy's like six foot six compared to the five foot nine uh, DBs that were trying to cover him. He went up, got the ball, sealed the victory, 160 yards on the day. By far, the, one of the most dominant uh, players of the weekend, certainly from a DFS and fantasy standpoint. If you had Metcalf uh, yesterday in any of your lineups, you did probably pretty well. Well. Unless you paired him with Drew Brees, then you didn't do well. But uh, he had a monster, absolute monster day. And he, in fact, was uh, the player of that game. And Russell Wilson even uh, said it so much afterwards. Really happy for the kid who has played all year long with a chip on his shoulder. DK was special tonight. And he's been special all year. One of the best rookies uh, that's, that's come out. And um, he's got a nice little chip on his shoulder, too. You know, and... Uh, Glad he's on our team, that's for sure, and he's on our team for a long time. Yeah, he is a beast, and uh, if this is uh, any indication of things to come, that is a weapon that is going to be very hard to game plan for. And I can tell you this, uh, as they get ready uh, to head to Green Bay to take on uh, Aaron Rodgers and company, though that defense of Green Bay is going to have their hands full with that kid uh, because you ain't, you ain't manning up on him. Uh, you are absolutely not. And now that uh, Russell Wilson has uh, figured it out here and those two are getting on the same page, that is a lethal combination. Both defenses showed up, showed out. Unfortunately, it's Seattle that's moving on. Philadelphia going home. Question marks around Carson Wentz once again. We'll have more on that game. Plus, we'll take ahead a look ahead, actually, on those lines for the upcoming weekend in the NFL. Divisional matchups. We'll do that next year on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team. A driver, and then... Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, Daily Show correspondent. And we're back with season two, because as it turns out, F1's newest fan is still a little... Dazed and confused. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. I, I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcast. You find it. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Dow of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali back in 1988, and to my great surprise, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on family, spirituality, and on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ, including people such as Reverend Al Sharpton and James Buster Douglas. We'll even hear from Muhammad's daughter, Rashida. Well, my dad was, he was Peter Pan. Like, he never really grew up. He was very mature when it came down to social issues. He was very in tune. He felt a responsibility to be able to share his connection to millions of people who were in need. In each of these stories, we share lessons. Lessons that have meant a great deal to me and that I hope will be meaningful to you. Listen to The Dow of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Julian Edelman from Games with Names, and we're on the search to find the greatest games of all time. I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the deflate gate. Hey, guys, this ball's a little flat. <laughs> Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around. I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. Are you calling Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're I'm saying right saying now? He's, he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with big pop. They ran socks in 2004, bounced back after the 3-0. In a winner, chicken dinner. Homie. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball, but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, big, big, big weekend that was, of course, NFL underdogs. Pretty profitable this uh, this weekend. Two and one against the number on the weekend. You did have a pick em, of course, and that game was won by Seattle. 
Uh, some might even say that there were a number of different places where Philadelphia was actually by kickoff the favorite there with that big push in the end, that influx of, uh, of some big money pushing the line towards Philadelphia. So if that's the case, dogs, three and one against the number this weekend, big money. Of course, uh, Tennessee uh, the night before taking down Tom Brady and company, uh, cash and air plus 190 on the money line. They were getting... Uh, they were certainly getting their fair share of points, too, as the money kept rolling in for New England. Five, five and a half points is what Tennessee was getting. They didn't need it. Almost a $2 underdog. Uh, they cashed out. And, of course, we told you about Minnesota yesterday. They, too, uh, plus 325 on the money line. Cha-ching. Uh, that was uh, awesome if you guys had gone contrarian and backed the underdogs in those matchups. And again, the big story, the unders, guys, unders, 4-0. and oh, That's right, 4-0 oh, uh, to the under. 3-1 first half unders as well. Uh, the only game that went uh, over the first half was the ridiculousness that happened in the New England game early on where – uh, they scored all their points in the first half, nothing in the second half. So first half unders, three and one, full game unders, four and zero on the weekend in the NFL. And uh, that means we've got everything all set. And of course, uh, the uh, the Houston Texans uh, coming back, winning that game and just a comedy of errors uh, late in that uh, late in that ball game. But what can you say? The Buffalo Bills, you got to lose in order to be able to uh, learn how to win. And Houston, Deshaun Watson, they were in that spot last year. They ended up losing to Andrew Luck and company in the Colts. They came back, and when they needed Deshaun Watson to make a play, he made a play. Uh, he made a couple of plays there in the end, despite his coach uh, doing everything humanly possible to lose the game. Houston ends up advancing and taking down the Buffalo Bills. But certainly the stock is uh, is continuing to rise for the Buffalo Bills as a team. And yet the return of J.J. Watt really had a huge impact on that defense for the Houston Texans. Uh, everything they do or that they didn't do well when he was gone, they did well in that game. He brings a completely different dimension to that uh, defense. They are a different team with him. And of course, as long as you got Deshaun Watson back there, you have an opportunity with D-Hop and others to be able to uh, do some interesting things, and they're going to have to do some very interesting things here moving forward because they're traveling to take on Andy Reid and another guy that can do some pretty cool stuff as a quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. And uh, it's going to be, guys, I'm telling you right now, this is going to be one hell of a game uh, with these two quarterbacks, these two young quarterbacks getting it done. The Texans taking care of business. Now they move to take on Andy Reid coming off a bye, and that's never good, guys. Andy Reid's record coming off a bye is crazy. Uh, and they're going to have to go into Kansas City, who, to their credit, the Houston Texans. Now, Kansas City... Not exactly a great home field advantage. In fact, they score more points on the road than they actually do in Kansas City. So KC is coming off that first round by. They finished the regular season 12 and four straight up, 11 and five against the number. They are also five and three against the number at Arrowhead Stadium, averaging around 28 points per game on offense. That defense, one of the best in 
the National Football League the second half of the season. Only 19 points per game they've been giving up. Now, this line open with Kansas City listed as an eight-point favorite in many places, a home favorite. And I can tell you it didn't take long before that number to continue to rise as the money kept pouring in on the Kansas City Chiefs there. In fact, that line has been pushed up. I'm seeing nine and a half, even ten at some spots right now. And I do think there'll be some buyback here at some particular point. But it uh, opening up at eight, it does not surprise me. I knew that line was going to continue to rise as people were going to back Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes. A lot of people don't buy Bill O'Brien or the, or the Houston Texans uh, in this particular spot. But the Houston Texans in this game do still provide some value as a road dog getting you know, almost double-digit points in the playoffs because uh, we've told you before, divisional round dogs this week. We talked about the wild card trends. Here's a divisional round trend for you. Dogs, divisional round dogs, 38 and 24 against the number, 61% since 2003. And if they are more than a touchdown dog, 36 and 24, 60%. So there is some value there uh, backing Houston as that number continues to rise. And by the way, uh, teams coming off a first round bye, not exactly great against the number, guys. 43 and 52 against the number. And we did see this, by the way, earlier this year, if you don't recall. The Texans traveled to Arrowhead. I believe it was mid-October, somewhere around there. Uh, They beat the Chiefs, guys, 31 to 24. They were a a three-and-a-half-point dog, and they took down the Chiefs in Arrowhead. So they do have that going for them. Keep that in mind. The total, 49-and-a-half. I've seen it at 49-and-a-half. I'm seeing a 49 or two out there as well. But for the most part, the uh, I do think – Given the weather in Arrowhead, we are probably again going to be looking at that number. The under may be getting more of the money. So uh, if it's at 49, 49 and a half, do not at all be surprised if we don't see that number drop down to 48 and a half or 48 before long. And don't need to remind you, but postseason, the under 23 and 13 since 2003, especially when the winds are blowing and the winds will be blowing at Arrowhead uh, this weekend. As far as the other game goes in the AFC, you've got the Titans. Of course, that win over New England. Well, their prize is to have to go take on the Baltimore Ravens now, which is uh, you know never good. Uh, the Ravens, best record in the NFL, uh, a league best 249 point differential. You just you, the Titans were plus 71. All right, just to give you an idea of what's going on there. Uh, Baltimore 10-5 and one against the number this year. Just four and four at home though. Not great against the number at home, the Baltimore Ravens, but they're averaging 33 points per game on offense, only giving up 17. I can tell you this offense is going to be a little bit different than the one they just faced even in Foxborough uh, for New England, and it's going to be all about uh, the rushing attack for both of these teams. Can Derrick Henry uh, do what he did against that New England defense? Uh, Can uh, Tannehill continue to make throws when he needs to? Uh, The betters, as far as the markets go, the Titans um, opened up, I I believe, at a uh, 10-point underdog in this game. And I am seeing that it's moved down just a little bit. I'm seeing nines right now, nine and a halfs, but... We should see that probably tick back up as more of the public backs, I am sure, are going to be backing 
the Baltimore Ravens in this spot. And again, 10 points, double digits. Both of these AFC games are going to be focused on two teams as double-digit dogs and double-digit favorites. And don't need to explain to you, dogs, 38 and 24, 61%. 60% if it's a touchdown or more. So there's definitely some value going contrarian and backing the underdogs in the AFC if that's the route you want to go. However, in the NFC, it's a little different of a story. Uh, You do have the 49ers that opened up as a uh, seven-point favorite uh, against the Vikings. I see that has already been pushed down to around six and a half, just under a touchdown, as I am sure the professional bettors uh, came in there, saw that key number of seven, and started pounding the uh, the um, the Vikings in this game. So now we're seeing six and a half. The total hovering around 45, 45 and a half in that one. And then the Packers at home in Lambeau taking on the uh, the Seahawks. That's at three and a half points. Packers are a three and a half point home favorite in that. It's kind of stayed that way ever since it opened up yesterday, last night. Uh, The total is 46. So uh, we'll keep an eye on these lines as they as they move forward. But it's the AFC that seems to be the most lopsided right now because you have guys two number sixes, two six seeds right now advanced out of the AFC. So you got. 1-6 1-6 versus 2-6 here in the 2-4, uh, rather. You've got 1-6 for the uh, Ravens-Titans. You also have 1-6 with the 49ers-Vikings, which is kind of crazy. You've got a 2-4 matchup there with the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Texans and a uh, and a and just a 2-5 matchup going on between the Packers and the Seahawks. So much still to be determined here this weekend, but I implore you guys, I am imploring you that once again, you're going to be faced with an opportunity to be able to place a bet. And this is, of course, always a uh, good reminder, a good lesson here in gambling you. What you just saw this weekend from these teams that advanced, okay, it's great. But let's be realistic. That has absolutely nothing to do with what is going to happen this weekend. The defensive showing of Minnesota is great. Uh, They balled out. They're a big reason as to why they beat New Orleans in the upset. But New Orleans is not uh, going to be the 49ers. Uh, This is a totally different matchup, totally different set of skills. So while they did great against them, In New Orleans, do not let that influence the way that you look at this team. And uh, at the same time, that goes both ways. Coming off a bye week, I gave you those numbers. You know, teams that uh, rest a week, not exactly great against the number in this spot. So sometimes there's something to be said about teams just continuing to play, even though it's going to be on the road. Teams that continue to play, they might start hitting their stride, and we see it every year, teams getting hot. So don't discount or don't, just don't be influenced by a big game that you witness these teams win here, like Houston or uh, the Vikings, or don't just, you know, don't discount Deshaun Watson's ability to get a game. Whatever they did against Buffalo, whatever they did against the Eagles, Got no bearing on what's going to happen this weekend. So look at the matchups. 
Keep an eye on those under trends again. Take a look at how they defensively match up against those position players. The good thing about Houston and Kansas City is we've already seen this matchup to a certain extent earlier in this year. So forget about whatever it is you just watched. Don't let it influence your betting decisions as you head into this divisional matchup in the NFL here in this weekend in the playoffs because that's where people start to get into trouble. They either put too much weight uh, or all their weight uh, backing. But, well, did you see how great they looked? Did you see what they did? That defense balled out. Just, I would caution you. Take a step back and realize totally different matchup, totally different scenario. uh, And really take a look more at the playoff trends. If you're going to look at any trends, look at the playoff trends here. When we get to this point in January, there is something to be learned there. Not the end-all, be-all, but there is certainly something to be learned in what we have seen over the last couple of years in these playoffs. And always ask yourself, why? Why does this keep happening? Why are road teams continuing to dominate? Why are unders continuing to dominate? Ask yourself those questions, and you'll be on the right side of these plays coming up this week, and I'm sure. Plus, doesn't hurt to be watching us all week, and uh, we'll do that, in fact, coming up here as we look to make it rain next year on the grid. We'll break down those games for you. Take a look ahead coming up next year. Good luck. We'll talk again tomorrow. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team, a driver, and then... Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, Daily Show correspondent. And we're back with season two because, as it turns out, F1's newest fan is still a little... Dazed and confused. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. I, I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcast. you find it. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time. I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the Deflategate. Hey, guys, this ball's a little flat. <laughs> Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around. I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. You call Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're I'm saying right saying now? He's, you... he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with big top. The Red Sox in 2004 bounced back after 3-0 in a winner chicken dinner. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball. 
but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali back in 1988, and to my great surprise, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on family, spirituality, and on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ, including people such as Reverend Al Sharpton and James Buster Douglas. We'll even hear from Muhammad's daughter, Rashida. Well, my dad was, he was Peter Pan. Like, he never really grew up. He was very mature when it came down to social issues. He was very in tune. He felt a responsibility to be able to share his connection to millions of people who were in need. In each of these stories, we share lessons. Lessons that have meant a great deal to me and that I hope will be meaningful to you. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I overslept. Look, I need your help. Here's what you missed on the morning line. Go! Kirk Cousins did have a message uh, for, uh, for his teammates and, of course, for a lot of the doubters that always doubted him, not just this year, but pretty much his entire career. to say uh, you like that Kurt Cousins getting the last laugh here guys and kudos to him good for him good for Zimmer I think we can put to bed the narrative also that Zimmer is somehow going to be the next coach of the Dallas Cowboys that somehow or another um, the uh, the ownership group in Minnesota is going to want to uh, move on from Zimmer not being able to get the job done no they got the job done they got the job done in a big way the biggest underdog plus 320 on the money line uh, guys yesterday they are a winner uh, not only did they cover but they cashed uh, big time yesterday for betters under also cashed in that game. That was the highest total of the uh, of the weekend by far. They were expecting fireworks in uh, in New Orleans, but again, like we told you, those trends in the playoffs they tend to be a little bit more truer and uh, a little less variance because of the quality of the competition. And you've got so much data backing it, and defense shows up in the big moments. And uh, this is not one of those. You know, you're not playing the Bengals. You're not playing the Dolphins. You're not playing the Giants. This is a different situation in the wild card. And not the not only the unders cash in this game, they cashed in every game, all four of them, beginning on Saturday with Buffalo. And hell, two games went to overtime, and the unders still cashed. So this is another one of those moments where, you know, write it down in that Sports betting journal you have, and I certainly hope you have one and have heeded our advice that there are things to learn each and every bet that you make throughout your entire sports investing career. Uh, You should be writing notes down, especially when uh, things that you can take away 
from certain bets that you made certain times of years in sports. And remember this come next year. We'll be reminding you once again, but you will stick this in the back of your head and remember that, yes, unders in the wild card round, defense will show up and will show out. And yes, been one of the most profitable bets to make since 2005, hanging out with those unders in this round. And all four cash. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Dow of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali in 1988, and surprisingly, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story, and also stories of others touched by the champ. Listen to The Dow of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Julian Edelman from Games with Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the, the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102, if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 